Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Heimgartner's got this. I can't see another car that's going to make a difference. Beautiful lap and a 28.58, one-tenth of a second faster than Jamie Winkup, the seven-time champion. Oh, here's he comes Heimgartner. Heimgartner and almost side-by-side oh. side action. They're three wide into turn six and Andre locks up and runs wide. Nobody saw Heimgartner coming then. Two positions for Heimgartner in the one spot. Great driving. So it's Kiwis, first, second and third. Well done to all of our friends in New Zealand. They're doing a great job. It's out of control. Yeah, the Bend Motorsport Park was dominated by Kiwis, but it was also a great weekend at the office for the team at Kelly Racing. They've been on the road since about July, so... It's been a long time since I've been back in a workshop, but uh, one man has been able to get some incredible speed out of it. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Andre Heimgartner. Hi, thanks for having me on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Bit of a delay in the studio audience, eh? (laughs) (laughs) The thing I love about every time I come on is the intros. I need to get that hype that hype reel for like at home so like when people walk in in my house they can they can bloody awesome you know what you should do you should set it up as your doorbell so when someone rings your bell (laughs) that's what plays well mate you are you are a hype beast and you uh you created a hell of a lot of hype over the weekend because let's be fair it's been a relatively tough season so far with the mustang but this weekend at the Bend, you guys... Oh, no, he had a pole. Yeah, he had, had a pole, and he had some yeah, good speed yeah, SMB. Yeah, I know, it was but it's really been a, sort of... Look at the look at really the results. Townsville, it was really Yeah, Townsville, a struggle. not great. But this weekend, mate, bang, one out of the gates. Well done. Yeah, I know. It was a good relief. I think everyone being on the road and that, that side of it, it's um, really hard when you're not getting results. And you know, our car, we haven't had time to develop it since we've been away and stuff like that. So it's been, um, you know, a bit of a, a, bit of a headache in some respects. But to turn up to a good setup and basic, how we had it on the Tuesday. And um, as, you, as you saw, we're obviously fairly good. So I'm yeah, very happy to get a, another trophy to add to the collection. Mate, uh, a little bit hard to hear there. We've got a little, a few little Telstra issues. But um, <laughs> uh, let's, uh, I mean... Give everybody a bit of an idea because, you know, fair to say you were uh, you you didn't even turn into Struggle Street in Townsville. You actually didn't even make it there. So that's how bad it was. So to go like to go from that and to be second high point scorer for the weekend at Tail and Bend. That's like that's stuff that a a driver dreams of. You know, it never normally happens, but it's happened. I mean, give us a bit of an insight into how that happened. Um, it was, yeah, it was something that was quite interesting. As I was saying, it's um, we sort of struggled, obviously, at at, at Townsville, um, but I think that's just not where our cars that are suited. So um, when we went to Tail and Bend, we knew we had to set up. We went 
as I said, and um, it seemed to suit our car. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't forget how to drive or discover the times, but um, it was definitely very strange that we could be, you know, so slow one weekend and then, you know, right up the front for the other. Mate, I guess, it, I mean, it is it is tricky, but it's funny how, like, obviously, you know, tail and bend are a very fast flowing smooth sort of track there's no really curb big curbs to hit um obviously total opposite to a street circuit um how did your car i mean if i look back now obviously looking back to the only other street circuit real street circuit that we've used this year which is adelaide how did your car fare at adelaide compared to uh in in pace wise and, and relative speed compared to, to Townsville because that sort of seems to be at the moment um, that style of track that you you are struggling a little bit at. Yeah, it's um, something we're not 100% sure of at the moment. So it, if, you, if you have the answer, please tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you one thing, it's not the shocks because they're all the same now. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you might have some people that might know. So yeah, it'd yeah, be handy yeah. if you're just a good bloke and would oh. tell us. But, I'll, um, I'll, not... I'll see what happens through the week, mate. I'll see if I can get some info for you <laughs> and I'll, I'll shoot it off um, to you. Yeah, we're not we're not too sure. I think um, obviously being away, we haven't had as much time as we'd wanted to sort of look over the data and fully understand what we're, what we've got and where the window is. And whenever we think we've found a window, like when we're on pole in Sydney, you know, we, we go to the next track with that and it doesn't necessarily um, work there. So it's a very confusing thing, I think. Uh, um, we have a couple fundamentals with the car that are getting rectified at the moment um, that the guys back at the workshop have been working extremely hard on that will um, help to fix that and I think make the cars, you know, um, a bit closer to what the other, the other Mustangs are. So it might start making sense then. But, um, yeah, it's a very difficult question to sort of answer. So, mate, we look towards this coming weekend because we know that it's a doubleheader at Tail and Bend, but there's going to be a change in the circuit for this weekend. We're going to use, I think they call it the West Circuit. Explain what that's going to do because everything I'm reading in the press, and I've never seen it run before, but everyone's predicting higher tyre degradation and plenty of crashing this weekend. They're saying it's going to be a carnage fest. Well, that sounds like a good time, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it's, it sounds like what, it's, it sounds like what Andre was in last weekend. To be fair, yeah, uh, um, yeah, I don't, I've never raced on that circuit myself personally. But apart from from what we raced last weekend, it's basically cutting it in half and adding a, a tight hairpin, from what I can tell. So it's um, it's going to be interesting that corner because we're going to come off a very high, basically flat corner, um, and you're going to be struggling to get it to the left before you have to brake to turn a hard. And at the start, that's going to be interesting because everyone will be bunched up and you'll either have the opportunity to go you know, narrow and protect your line or you'll be able to go wider and um, no doubt break later. And I think you'll see a few bent bonnets there and, and a bit of carnage. And, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see tyre-wise with the soft tyre if we do get the blistering we had last weekend. Um, I, I suspect it, it won't change much. I think you still have to drive it very carefully. But, um, yeah, you could be wrong. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think, you know, cutting out those three very fast, long-loaded lefts in a row and another couple of long rights. Oh, sorry, long, three long rights in a row. Um, I think, you know, the tyres might have a little bit of a better time on the West yeah. Circuit. Yeah. But um, but what's not going to have a better time is the carnage because uh, uh, we saw you in a little bit there last weekend, mate. And uh, so a little bit frustrating. You go from uh, Townsville, frustrated because you're not fast enough, to Talem where you're on the podium 
and frustrated because you uh, you got crashed into. So which which is worse? It's probably be- probably better to have well, pace, it, isn't it? It, it? It's better to have the pace and get one podium. Look, realistically, I, I think everyone has the same story, and they can say, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but I, I made a mistake on the Saturday, and um, and Bryce managed to get the podium, which was awesome. But um, it's um, you know, if things would have lined up, obviously, you, you always think, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda. It would have been nice to get a podium, all of them, but. Hey, look, it's one step at a time at the moment. Mate, talk to me uh, about co-drivers. Once we finish here at Tail and Bend this weekend, we go off to our season finale at the Bathurst 1000, and it was announced this week that Dylan O'Keefe is going to be your co-driver. Tell us about Dylan. We know him from TCR, uh, and he's had some success there and recently was over in Switzerland with TCR. But uh, what what do you make of him as your co-driver coming up? Um, yeah, he's. I think he's a bit of a dark horse as far as a co-driver has gone. I first encountered him in, in Korea Cup when I did that in 2017, and he um, bit me a few times, and he was actually quite consistent, never did anything you know, completely stupid or that made you think, what's this bloke doing? Which is always a positive sign when you're looking for a co-driver. And, and um, for us, we wanted someone young. We wanted someone that, that was obviously talented and that had driven a V8 at Bathurst. So it rules out a lot of people if they haven't driven a V8 at Bathurst. Um, also, Dylan's done a lot of 12-hour stuff, so he knows about the, the whole endurance thing, you know, just getting to the end and all that sort of stuff. So I think he's yeah, underrated for the type of driver he is, and I, um, yeah, I suspect he'll do, he'll do a good job and keep it clean. Mate, I think he's... Uh... Uh, he's also raced Super Two. He's, he's got quite a bit of experience in those yep. cars too. So that yep. that'll account for a lot. Even though it's obviously not a Kelly Racing Mustang, uh, it's still the current sort of spec car. So I think that will obviously, you know, he's been to Bathurst. He's driven Super Two. He's driven Super Two there at Bathurst. So I think that he'll fit in quite well and, and quite easily. Does he get to have a run uh, before Bathurst? Do you guys get to do a test before Bathurst? Because we know that you're not going to head back to Melbourne before then. No, because I think, um, well, no one's allowed to do any testing, I don't think, prior to Bathurst. And the only opportunity is this weekend in the rookie session. Some people, are dri- uh, their co-drivers are driving. But unfortunately, Dylan won't be out of quarantine because he's obviously racing the TCR series. So it's a bit of a shame. But I think we've got an extra hour of practice almost at Bathurst for them to get used to it. So, um, yeah, we'll just create an environment that's sort of happy and friendly and um, fast and relaxing. And, um, yeah, hopefully it sort of falls into that and doesn't feel too much pressure. Uh, mate, I want to get your thoughts just for a second. This is a bit of a question without notice. Even the guys in the studio are looking at me a little weirdly. Um, it was announced last week that GRM was going to be putting a rookie drive together with Tyler Everingham and Nathan Hearn. And then this week we've seen that Motorsport Australia have decided in their ultimate wisdom that Nathan Hearn won't be granted a super license and so therefore won't be able to run. Do you agree with that kind of stuff as a fellow driver, as someone that's going to be out there on the track with him? We've heard from GRM. We've heard from all and sundry. We haven't heard from any drivers and their thoughts. Does it worry you that someone who hasn't driven a supercar before could be with you out there on the track? Or does that sort of stuff not really bother you and give the kid a, a license and let him run? Um, I guess there's, you know, there's an argument for every, every angle, I guess. But, um, you know, and I don't want to say anything out of turn, but, you know, when you're a young bloke and you're trying to, you know, do something like that, it'd be an amazing opportunity for him to, to do that. And from what I can tell, he's, he's done well in some junior categories. But, um, you know, they obviously introduced the super licence thing for a reason. And, um, you know, and unfortunately, if he doesn't meet that, I'm not, I'm not sure what the outcome of that is. But it, definitely as a driver point of view and him as a fellow driver, I'd love to see, you know, someone young and, 
uh, and do that. And for me, um, back when I did my Bathurst debut in 2014, I don't think there was a, um, a structure like that in place. But, um, you know, I was very grateful to get my shot, I guess, back then. I guess it's hard, isn't it? Because when you... If you look at it, and actually Paul Morris put up a good post through the week on the actual super license points and what gains points. And it's sort of quite ironic that you can actually earn more points for your super license by driving a, an Australian GT car. So a GT car with ABS, with paddle shift, etc. than yeah. you do by winning the Super 3 championship. So it's a, I think it really <laughs> needs to be looked at, looked at and overhauled. I mean, you can... You could effectively get your super license and be eligible for Bathurst without even driving a car, uh, you know, using That's the clutch, heel, heel, yeah, heel towing, um, and even actually pulling a gear lever with your hand, you know. So it's sort of, I don't think it's probably correct, but um, I guess, you know, and, and I guess, you know, we're all young once. I was younger a lot longer ago than you, Andre, but uh, I was young <laughs> once. And uh, yeah, it's, there is a point in time where you got to, obviously, you know, you got to get your break and Andre had it and, and I've had it. And so it, I, I guess. I never got it. I, yeah, yeah, you do. Look, you're doing it now. <laughs> there's, there's normally a reason for that. <laughs> yeah. You're 100% correct, Andre Hartgartner. You're 100. I liked, so I, th- I think someone once said that, uh, might have even been about you, Mr. Heimgartner, that at one point you moved to Melbourne and decided to just eat Mars bars. Yeah, that was the same as me. I just decided to <laughs> stay in Melbourne and eat Mars bars. That was probably why I never got my break. You stopped and now you're a, now you're uh, you're right up the front. And, and mate, I, I, uh, I think right. I speak for, I think, most of us where we love seeing a young guy battling on through. You were showing massive potential last year being the quickest within Kelly Racing. You're the quickest again in Kelly Racing this year in a car that's developing. And uh, I know certainly from the, the two mug drivers in this in behind these seats, it's great to see you having the success and leading the team. I think I think you are genuinely leading Kelly Racing, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, it's been good. It's something I guess as a driver you and getting into supercars to sort of, I guess, we're like we don't necessarily have a lead driver as such, but to sort of be in brackets the lead driver, I guess, um, in, in a team and be, you know, punching and getting results um, has, is, you know, the perfect situation for you because I guess your, your competition is always your teammate. And um, and this year it's, it's been obviously gone very well for me um, in different areas and, and, yeah, pretty happy with that. But um, I also... I'm very good friends with Rick, so I um, every time I qualify, I'm always asking where he is because I I love seeing him up there and um, sort of getting it done because um, you know it just makes it better for the whole team. Hey, just quickly, mate, before we go, I know you're a training freak, and we've seen uh, we've seen that on on Supercars Life and all that sort of thing, and and what you do there. Um, you are sponsored by a whiskey company, Ned Ned Whiskey. I, I'd like I just want to know, have you had one? Yeah, I sure have, but it's quite ironic, isn't it? I go from being a being a you know athlete sponsored by a gym to being sponsored by whiskey. <laughs> whiskey, yeah, yeah. It's like you and I being sponsored by Twenty Four Hour Fitness or some fitness. Gym. Yeah, no, it's pretty. It's uh, been very good, obviously. It's um, you know a great brand to be associated with, and um, getting free free uh, product from them, of course, is you know better than being sponsored by a toothbrush brand, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stevie knows uh, all no, about no, being no. sponsored by a grog company. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> no worries yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> no, well, yes, yes. 
Hey, Andre, we really appreciate you jumping on board the driver's seat, mates. And uh, look, we, we actually didn't mention too, you were also declared this year's uh, New Zealand V8s champion as well for the 2019-2020 season. Uh, do you have any plans to, well, with the season ending early, to maybe continue a bit more racing towards the talent? I know SVG is going to jump across, do some rally. Obviously, Scotty Mack doing the IndyCar stuff. Have you got anything lined up yeah. uh, for the end of the year? Um, we're just on the line playing up at the moment, but um, yeah, I'm sure I'll be doing something. Maybe might go back and do some speedway or, or something like that. Um, you know, go back and do some, you know, fun, just pure racing. And yeah, it's really enjoyable doing that stuff. Well, even, even if you don't have anything on the cards, uh, nothing better to do than relax in the off season with a nice glass of Ned whiskey by the fire. So, oh, <laughs> oh, exactly. don't start <laughs> Can you send Andre that clip later? He's and a, he can send it to me. He's got a garage full of ice break, Coca Cola, now Ned whiskey. What else do you want, yeah. Zor? We don't get anything. I've, I've still got an unlimited a... gym access. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and where did all this castrol come from? But anyway. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. Got to look after the guys. Got to look after the guys. Hey, Andre, it's been a, uh, it's been a pleasure, mate. Uh, go well this weekend, and uh, we'll chat to you soon. Yeah, too easy. Thanks, guys. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato, and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.